Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 51 of the unofficial, official, unofficial Rogue Company podcast broadcast. I'm here with Co Reed. I'm here with Dirt Lord. I'm here with Garbo. And I'm here with Griffin. And this is the Rogue Company podcast, bringing you all the news that you need to know about Rogue Company. And we're going to start. We've got last episode right episode number 50 we didn't get any type of update information about what the three wishes mid-season update was going to entail so now we have two updates to actually talk about so we're gonna we're gonna start off strong here with the three wishes mid-patch update so we can actually talk about these in real time because we've actually played and experienced these so ranked if a player disconnects or leaves during rogue select the match will now immediately end now end immediately instead of running through the entire pick ban process. So they turned ranked back on. They fixed the disconnect issue where like before you had to go through the whole process and you know, the last person that disconnected wouldn't pick and it would kick everybody back out after that. So you'd have to go through the whole situation. Now they fixed it to where if someone leaves during the, you know, pick ban process that it would kick everybody back out. They re-enabled ranked in this update as well, and it's been very interesting to say the least. Like a lot of people got placed two, if not more, ranks below where they normally get placed at. So basically what they did was they did a soft reset of everyone's MMR and ranked, at least from the what I can tell, because... Whenever I would play qualifying matches and I would get placed, it would put me in gold one or diamond or gold one or platinum five. There's a lot of other people that played their placement matches and it would put put them in gold one or platinum five. It would, you know, now everybody's getting placed in silver. So how is that any different than getting placed in bronze? We did we we had ranked disabled for three weeks after the inclusion of ranked rewards because they wanted to fix it where when everybody played their placement matches, they got placed in their appropriate rank. But guess what it's not doing? Put them in their appropriate rank? Exactly. And Oh let, snap. Damn, I'm right. <laughs> Shit. And let me tell you, it has screwed ranked up tremendously in my opinion because like before whenever they would reset ranked you give it about a week and everybody would place and then they would be in their respective ranks where they needed to be even if they placed lower than they would be where they needed to be you play the placement matches about a week after rank comes out you play against rogue players all the way down to bronze players you get placed where you're supposed to be at and all's good in the world now We've got people that get rogue every single season, and all they do is play and grind ranked. Now they're in silver, which puts us up against rogue players constantly. So they said that they were going to fix the problem, but they didn't. They just bumped everybody's rank up from bronze to silver, mm -hmm. it seems. So yeah. they disabled it for three weeks for nothing. Like legitimately, they disabled it for nothing. And it is absolutely insane that they did that. And not to mention that, like, I forget, you know, because we, you know, we normally play public matches. We don't have a lot of time to play. So we'll hop on, play a couple of pub matches and then get off. I forget how cheesy ranked is. 
ranked is not like an expression of skill in the game. It's about how cheesy your team composition can be and how cheesy you can be in the match. It's not about skill whatsoever. It's about, oh, well, we can play these two characters and go trip mines, and we can trip mine everything around the point after the bomb is planted, or we can go anvil and we can barricade the bomb to where nobody can get to it. Or if they can get to it, they're facing us because of that. Like it is the cheesiest experience. And this season, more or less than the previous seasons, is even cheesier than it's ever been. How is this fun for anybody? That's rough. Like, that's my question. If I want to play Rogue Company and I want to, you know, have a fun, like, experience, like, playing out, I don't know, gunfights, positioning, like, who has better shots, that's the experience that I would like to get from the game. But that's not the experience that you get in the competitive version of the game. You get utility spam until your eyes bleed. You get the cheesiest placements of all of the utilities that you could absolutely place on the map. It is the cheesiest experience that I've seen in any ranked that I've seen so far. I, I, I mean, that's been my experience with it. No, I kind of agree, man. Everybody, whatever side they pick, side they pick, the team just utility spams that whole side until they get in. And if you're in that side defending, most likely they're going to get you or a buddy down. And that's what they're wanting. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's just cheesy shit. And they run like the cheesy characters like Switchblade, Kestrel, uh, Dima. Anybody that's got a really good instant down immediately doesn't have no effort to gain that kill to obtain it. And if they get mm. that down, they full send in every time. Yeah. It seems to be the strategy. With it's hard to counter. Time. Yeah. Right, and it's hard to counter. Like it is, even when you're running a glitch. It, once that glitch thing goes away, guess what they're gonna do? Pew, 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 pew. It's, it's all over again. Here comes the huge spamming. Yeah. So it's. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, ranked is what it's gonna be. But like, if the experience for ranked is gonna be like that, then I have no interest in running into cheese constantly. Exactly. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, utility is just what's. That's what rank is. Like, that's what rank is. It's. I not, wanted to feel legitimately competitive. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, not. It's not rank. It's just utility. Yeah. It. It. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like in public matches, even in in any of the game modes, it doesn't feel like it is utility company anymore it feels like people are kind of playing the game the way that they want to play it and they're experiencing that well whenever you go against two or three people that are playing together and they're dima blasting switchblade alt and kestrel droning and umbra spidering and like all you can do to respond like yeah sure you have emps and you have the glitch hack but like that doesn't permanently shut it down no yeah mm -mm. it only works for so long you have dude earlier me and Garbo was playing a ranked match on the old High Castle map. First of all, why the fuck does that map still exist is fucking beyond me. Okay. Second of all, I'm trench. We're defending. I've got two trophies down and there's not enough trophy there to go around to stop everything they were throwing. Flashbangs, arrows, yeah. Dima ults, EMP grenades, bounce grenades. I was Anvil and I was using APS as well. And it wasn't it enough. It wasn't enough. 
Yeah, we were doing it at the same time. Yeah, so on the same site. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just it's cheesy, man. That's all it is. And the people that grind ranked and that's all they play is ranked. Like, of course, like you're going to naturally become more proficient at the game because like when you play against cheese and that's all you play against is cheese, then of course you're going to so adopt you know. that. Yeah. You're going to adopt that mentality, yeah. you know, yeah. you're going to build that mentality and then that's going to become your play style and then you're just going to end up becoming part of the cheesy plays. Yeah. And it's crazy when you watch like comp people play, they don't play like ranked people play. Like, and that's no, one thing that I, spam. no, that they'll grab utility that they need. They don't spam it. They take their opportunities to get picks, this, that, and the other, but they don't just full on util spam anything. And it's, it's just night and day. And I think it's funny whenever you have these people that grind ranked and they're like, oh, well I can play comp. And it's like, no, you can't because all you know is throw grenade, throw grenade, throw grenade. So like you're in the same boat as me there, buddy. Even though you may beat me, you're still going to do just as well as I would in a in a competitive environment. So you need to scale it back a little bit, recognize where you're at. But anyway, on to more balance changes. So Dallas had the Riptide replaced with the HRM 30K. So this was something that was like supposed to happen in the original Three Wishes update, but it never came through. It just kind of like fell apart. Um, there was an issue with like making it work. I don't know. I don't know how hard it is to swap a primary out, but apparently it's a lot harder than we think. So there's that. Uh, Phantom, her rare gunsmith was replaced with rare evade and rare helping hands was replaced with rare berserker. And this has been a pretty interesting combo to run Phantom with. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It feels good. It does. Yeah. Having that more like flashy play style with Phantom where you can kind of disengage and move around because like uh, Runway already had Evade, right? So, you know, it kind of makes oh. sense that she should, that Phantom should have it too. It makes sense why Fixer doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. So. so Kestrel, the drone explosion effect size has been reduced to better scale with the previous change. So they left the visual effects for the drone explosions at like the eight meter range when they scaled the ability back to like what six meters i mean that's kind of confusing right <laughs> why wouldn't you adjust the visual effects for it right out of the gate it doesn't make any sense legitimately yeah yeah did they just forget did they miss that like I don't know. Was, was that just being sloppy? I don't they, know. Well, I'm sure it's one of those situations where they can go in and adjust the explosion size, but the team that handles visual effects probably wasn't. They didn't think about it. Informed. or they, Yeah, or they didn't think that it would be a big deal or whatever, but like it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it gets kind of confusing when the radius effect looks bigger than the radius. Yeah, so, you know. So for the weapons, the Sahara base accuracy was increased and the accuracy loss per shot was reduced. Um, with the nightshade, the accuracy loss per, uh, per shot was reduced and the accuracy return rate was increased. For, so for the assault rifles, we're getting a couple of more assault rifle changes. Still don't think it's enough. Like there's not enough identity 
if that's what we're still doing. I don't know if we're still doing that or not, but there's still not enough identity within the weapons themselves to kind of separate them out. Like, here's the identity. Do you want something shoot slow, do high damage? Do you want something that do low damage, shoot high? Like, that's the identity of the weapons right now. When it, As opposed to SMGs where they all kind of feel like they're, for the most part, slotted into a specific play style, the assault rifles don't feel that way at all. Nope. So, but the Sahara does feel better, and the nightshade. I didn't have a problem with the nightshade. Like, I mean, I I just didn't feel like I hit my shots, you know, mid to long range. But then again, that's not what it's meant to do. You know, it's a, it's meant to be an SMG. So mm. they just timed that. Sounds like I mean, a you problem. <laughs> But <laughs> but the nightshade is one of those buffs that came around with the comp scene because the comp scene was saying that like well the or the nightshade doesn't perform and it's like yeah but weapon mastery exists so why are you complaining about it like that's like it felt good whenever I ran it I didn't have any issues like it's not competitive enough and it's like yeah but it, you can't use it like an assault rifle. You know what I mean? You have to run it like an SMG. So, I, I don't know. Um, we got a couple of first passes at the DMRs here with the Mamba and the Devotion. So, for the Mamba, the hipfire accuracy was reduced. The hipfire movement accuracy penalty was added. And the ADS movement speed was reduced. Whereas the Devotion headshot damage was, was reduced from 83 down to 80. The fire rate was reduced from 2.5 to 2.22. The hipfire accuracy was reduced. The hipfire movement accuracy penalty was added. And the ADS movement speed was reduced. So this is kind of like our first look at how they're going to potentially balance DMRs overall as a whole. And they're going to add movement speed penalties in there, and they're going to reduce hip fire and possibly adjust some damage numbers on it. And maybe some fire rates here and there. These two weapons still feel the same to me. I've, yeah, I enjoy the yeah. devotion a lot. The Mamba, not so much, but that's just, you know, a me issue. <laughs> well <Personal> like <laughs> yeah I don't, like it I don't i don't feel like i'm hitting my shots as much with the mamba but that could easily be the fact that i haven't used it in a while but you know right well but, I mean, it also depends on how the servers feel too because like the burst i don't know i, I just feel like i feel like there was the a point servers where servers are going shit go ahead I felt like there was a point where if my first shot hit, all my shots were going to hit. And now it's maybe like one bullet out of the burst might hit them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been experiencing that as well, where it's like the first and the last bullet hits, but the middle bullet just like fucks off. Like goes, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's all server related, I'm sure, you know. Um but here's the thing, like they reduce the headshot damage of the devotion from 83 down to 80, and that no longer makes the fixer devotion combo a one tap to the head. It no longer does a hundred damage, right? Right. Which is good. Like that's, that's good Which, that it's, yeah. you know, but here's the thing. And this is kind of what I've tried to explain to people, whether they want to acknowledge it or not. Way back in the day, they buffed the DMR headshot damage to try to incentivize people to use DMRs, right? Because the DMRs, since the game was released, they've always been viable. It's just 
the play rate for a DMR is naturally going to be much lower than SMGs, assault rifles, sniper rifles, right? It's that way in any game. Any semi-automatic is going to have a lower play rate because it's going to take skill to do anything with it. Exactly. Especially so, when you're going against automatic weapons. Yeah, exactly. So they went in before and they just buffed the headshot damage for all of the DMRs to a place that is like oppressive. Like DMRs can be overly oppressive. When you've got the Mamba that does three bursts to the head at 75 damage, when you've got the D3DI that does what? Somewhere in the ballpark of like... 56 to 60 something damage it's a two tap headshot with a d3 di the the mxr is a three tap headshot to down someone four tap body shot the devotion does 80 headshot damage so like when you when you buff these weapons to the point to try to make them relevant and then the developers don't look at that as a problem then you can't add enough hip fire inaccuracy or or movement speed penalty to not make these things unless you completely make a character stop in their tracks when they ADS it, then they're still going to be viable. They're still going to be overperforming. So they need to go in there and look at the actual damage values and like, okay, if we're going to look at the TTK for a second, that's fine. Make a trade-off to where either the upgrade path increases the headshot damage for the weapon or adjust the body shot damage versus the headshot damage to where it's roughly the same regardless of if you hit the body or the head. Like, I understand you're trying to make, oh, these are headshot things, but it's like, if I'm focusing on headshots, then why am I not playing a fucking sniper? You see what I mean? So, like, what are they doing? The, the DMRs are always going to feel oppressive as long as they have the headshot damage that they do. And that is a fact. So. With, with the LMPX, they increased the body shot damage from 14 up to 16. And this was kind of a change that I felt like needed to happen. But we're missing a lot of other changes below this that also <laughs> needed to happen. Right? Whenever... Yeah. Whenever the LMPX is getting outgunned by the D40, the SLC, and the Knight at range, then the LMPX definitely has an issue. So them raising the body shot damage by two, okay, that makes sense, right? But where's the nerfs to the weapons that are overperforming in the SMG category? They're they're not here. The D40 is insane, dog. Yes, it is nuts. Absolutely insane. And and that's the thing. It's like when you can shoot the D40 that has 50 bullets and that fires a considerably, it fires considerably faster than the LMPX, even though you're not getting the range benefit that the LMPX does, it doesn't matter. If it's doing 16 damage and you're shooting something that fires twice as fast at 10 damage, what's going to win? I mean, as fast in damage every time. Yeah, I mean it's simple mathematics here, so you know, it's got enough bullets where I have shot plenty of people at range where I'll see eight, eight for every bullet, and I'll still down them. Yeah, I mean it's oppressive as all hell, and it's like we went from D forty meta. Guess where we ended up, guys? D forty meta. So what did we accomplish by making all these changes to SMGs over the past three months? 
<coughs> Zero. They put their own. They put their dicks on their own butts, dude. Just go oh, around whoa. in a full circle. Oh. Big goose egg. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's that Bam Margera song, you know. And for demolition, they um, increase the diffuse range from one meter up to one point two five meters. This go. We've talked about this. This goes back to the comp people complaining and bitching about you stretch diffuse. Who gives a fuck, dude? You're cheesy as fuck, and you're complaining about fucking demo bomb being stretch diffusing. Get a fucking life. If you gotta be cheesy to win at this game, you're not that good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're just not. Yeah. So for the three wishes, this is something that we've experienced so far. The Sahara does feel better. The Nightshade does feel considerably better, even though it felt fine to begin with. The Mom and Devotion feel about the same. Like, here's the thing that people don't realize with the Devotion. Like, with DMRs, except for the Mamba, you want to time your shots out, right? So you're wanting mm -hmm. to take a pop shot, see how they react, take a shot, see how they react. So reducing the fire rate for the devotion down means fuck all if you're playing yeah. it that way, you know? Well, especially when you can two-tap headshot them. Yeah, exactly. So, like, what, what does it matter if you shoot half a second slower? If you can get that second shot off, they're done. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... <laughs> it's just crazy. Well, we're reducing the fire rate, but also when you upgrade the weapon all the way, you get a fire rate increase. Like, what's the fucking <laughs> point? Like, Jesus Christ. Well, now, well, now you got to pay for it, dude. Yeah, I know. But, like, and that's the thing. Like, with the Devotion or any of the other DMRs, all you got to do is time your shots out. You don't need the fire rate increase. Nope. Like, what the fuck? So, I mean, these were so, like, the Three Wishes mid-season update, all it effectively accomplished was fixing some some clerical errors is what I'm going to call it. The Dallas Riptide HMR thing, the Kestrel drones. They did kind of give Phantom a buff with giving her a Vaden Berserker, but they made like small, like almost non-existent changes to the weapons. Not really enough to amount to anything. Now the Sahara feels a little bit better. Now the Nightshade feels a little bit better. Now the Mamba... It's micro buff. Yeah, Exactly. Now the Mamba isn't as accurate with hip fire, but it still does 25 damage per bullet whenever you're hip firing. So if they're pushing you and they're half health, you just got to hit two. Like, I mean, I don't know. It, it is what it is. It was a decent update. I would give it a three out of 10. That's about the extent. <laughs> That's decent? <laughs> yeah, I mean... Damn. It didn't break anything, so... Uh, that we know of. Because it didn't break anything, I'd give it a four. Okay. That's fair enough, you know. <laughs> um, I'm not going to rate it. <laughs> I feel like the, the few weapon changes they made were for the better. I just wish they'd hop on the SMGs that are just murdering people right now. Yeah. Well, the public here, has spoken. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? <laughs> the and it's crazy because it's I, we we hear constantly. Well, ARs have the highest play rate, and it's like, okay, mm -hmm. then why are you catering to SMG players if that's not the highest play rate? And why aren't we getting more strict, like substantial 
changes to assault rifles. Are you afraid to touch assault rifles? Is that surprising to them somehow? Assault rifles are going to have the highest play rate in almost any fucking game that you play because they're the most versatile. Yeah. They have range and they still have the uh, like automatic capabilities to you know, duel with ASMG if they need to. Yeah. So, I don't know. Four out of ten for that one. <laughs> but let's see what four. we... Four, you said three. Well, I mean, I, I'm adopting... I convinced him. Yeah, I'm, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm adopting him. Well, I'm going back to I'm, three. I'm very persuasive. Okay, <laughs> god damn it. I'm going to three, <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> three and a half. Done. Tally said she was excited for ranked, but the three weeks uh, killed the mo- motivation. They shot themselves in the foot with that one. I just hate how every update they break something or something needs to be mm. disabled. I know. And like realist, yeah. and think about it. If, if just for a second, in theory, right, if they put everybody in bronze, wherever they placed in bronze, within that three-week span, people would be higher than silver by now. Yeah. So what the fuck did they do? Other than disable something that they put stuff in the game for. Like, mm-hmm. they fucked it up more by having everybody wait. Now everybody's like, oh, I got to get on this fucking rank grind. And then now you have ranked flooded with people that are just being fucking overly cheesy. We Like, I know several people. Mm-hmm. This update came out, what, three or four days ago, I think. Yeah. There's people that's Dude, already. Yeah. People's already hit rogue rank. Damn, already? Yeah, and they're getting placed in silver or low gold. Yeah, exactly. So what did you (laughs) didn't accomplish anything whenever you disabled it? It's fucking insane. Like, oh my God, just let it fucking go. If it fucks up and breaks, let it fucking go. People are going to bitch regardless. Yeah, exactly. They're going to yeah. bitch because it's disabled. They're going to bitch because they got placed in bronze. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. But they're still going to play. Exactly. <laughs> so, Regardless of how much they fucking bitch and moan. This is like the SMG stuff. Regardless of how much people bitched and moaned. And because people made a statement, quote unquote, by not fucking using SMGs because the ARs haven't been touched doesn't mean that they're not going to come back around to it once their fucking tempers flare off. Like, you can't make fucking knee-jerk reactions to something just because you have people on Reddit bitching about it. And that's exactly what's happened with literally everything. So, what good is giving feedback on the game whenever it's not going to stick? It doesn't fucking matter. There's not any. So... On the hills of that, we have the Virtual Horizons PTS. Okay, so they opened PTS up today. It wouldn't let me get on there. It was a whole situation. I had a whole conversation with Radar about it. Anyway, um, these are the changes for the Virtual Horizons, which is going to be the next event, well, the next event pass, and all that good stuff. But there are some changes in here. So with Rogues. They are giving Glitch the salvo and removing the executioner from him. They are giving Saint the warrant and removing the executioner from him. And they are removing Simtex from runway and giving her smoke grenades. The pistols make sense. Like, in 
on paper they make sense. If you're a new That's player, you for saying, dude. Yeah, right. And if you're, gun, you know, yeah, you get that pistol round in, right. If you're like this, doesn't matter. Like the pistol changes here don't matter if you are someone that mastered all the pistols. Whereas, like if you're a new player coming into it, now you have more than one or two characters that have access to the salvo, and you also have a free rogue that actually has access to the warrant. So it's a huge like thumbs up for new players coming into it. That way, it gives them something to grind for and to gain stuff for all this kind of stuff. Which is like I don't think the warrant has any free to play character that uses the warrant currently, and I don't know why it took them this long since Weapon Master's been in the game for what going on two years at this point. So you know, and then Runway. Let's talk, let's talk about Runway for a second here. This is what they said, dialing back the lethality of the character that, quote-unquote, has it all by sweeping out one of her lethals for a utility. She is a support, after all. Mm-hmm. If, if Runway is a support, then why the fuck did you give her smoke grenades? She gains mm-hmm. zero benefit out of having smoke grenades. That's they gave her. Yes, yes. Yeah. So... It makes sense why Fixer has smoke grenades because of his ability allows him to see through the smoke grenades, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It also makes sense why Phantom ha- has the TV static because it reveals people, right? And it's a hard counter for Fixer, right? What fucking benefits does Runway get from this? Like, and if yeah, she's escape, yeah, exactly to make her more fucking annoying. Yep. And it's like, if she's a support after all, then why the fuck doesn't she have the healing station? Like, we've talked about this. I've suggested this numerous times directly to the developers. Hey, Runway's a support, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, why isn't one of her legendary uh, perks a healing perk? Why doesn't she have access to the healing station? Why is it she built? Well, she supports them in another way. Okay, let's break that down for a second. Whenever you add a gadget cooldown in, you can no longer hit the briefcase right out of the gate to gain an additional lethal grenade, okay? So you have to expend your grenades and your gadgets to hit the briefcase to gain the benefits out of that. Are you just going to chunk them at the beginning of the round just so you can hit the briefcase? No. So that takes that that aspect of being a support character away, and then, oh, it gives you infinite ammo. Does that carry over from round to round? Well, no then what fucking good is that? Like, how often do you play around a demolition or around a strikeout where you run out of ammo? No. Um, so does it give you... So her, her briefcase is... Utter, it, yeah, it's utterly That's useless. Unless... Mm-hmm. The, only t- the only time that I've seen it come in clutch was when we were playing those rank placements the other night and we put trip mines all over the fucking bomb to be sure. just as cheesy. That's one time out of since they did the gadget cooldown, which was almost a year ago. So she's not a support character. She's someone that has a sniper and an assault rifle and she's able to get another Simtex right now out of her kit. She's support for Dahlia because Dahlia gets to carry two guns with her. Ex- yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah, you're you're a hundred percent correct on that. 
And then like they gave her the smoke grenades. We have a better version of smoke grenades in the game, but you're not going to give her that version. You're going to give her the shitty version of that. Like, why didn't they I just get- don't understand how it benefits her at all. It doesn't. I, I want to know their thought process behind it. Because she would, I, I think her gadgets were sitting perfect. That's what she's had since she's came out. I haven't had a problem with it. Well, if they were going to swap things around, there's so many better options than a smoke grenade. Like, give her gas. Give her EMPs. Yeah, I'd take either one of those over a fucking smoke grenade. The the people that have smoke grenades already are the ones that need them. And we don't need to change anyone out for those at the moment. Yeah, exactly. So, like... We need more EMPs for sure. Yeah. We got two characters of those? Yeah. Well, three now. now. Yeah. Three. There you go. Boom. We need, we need at least five, considering all the things that that helps stop. Yes. And if, you, if you're not playing ranked, then you screwed because you might not pick anybody that has them, and then you're going against an Umbra and a Trench and an Anvil. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, it's it makes no sense, man. And, like, smokes are not even beneficial to run in Rogue Company, honestly, because, like, okay, if you're playing demo, you can use the smokes to blind the enemy off to an area so that you can maneuver. What's a good thing that we don't have a character that can shoot an arrow that reveals people or throw a dart that reveals people or snaps his finger that reveals people or throws TV static that reveals people or sticky sensors like or shoot someone as they're rotating through the smoke and reveal them. Or hit you with explosives and reveals you. Exactly. Smokes are useless. It's so often that we've used smokes and been shot through them because we're revealed by a fucking talon dart or some dumb shit like that. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, it's mind numbing the thought process that went on behind this whole situation. You know what I mean? But anyway, next up, we've got some weapon and gadget changes here. So the HRM 30K is getting a body... (sighs) Body shot damage increase from 24 up to 25, and the damage fall off at all ranges has been improved. Um, this, I mean, you're making the HRM 30 a four hit body shot to down someone if they don't have armor or anything. And I don't know why Trench doesn't have shred rounds. Like, he kind of, it would make sense for a character that plays more defensively to have shred rounds. So I don't know why he doesn't have those. Um, and the fall-off range is being improved. I'm ex- I'm guessing they're going to be extending them slightly, which makes sense. But, like, that's kind of what the Hydra was there for. So it's kind of getting into, like, some weird Hydra territory here with this. So you know, it's, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that pans out completely. Um, but I don't hate it. It just like the HRM 30K, the problem with the weapon is the hip fire. So I mm-hmm. guess I guess if you're able to four tap someone with a hip fire, then you may actually win more gunfights that way. I don't know. Like I would have to look at the data and I would have to like run it for an entire night just to see like, oh, is this one damage increase gonna make a difference in that regard? So the D forty C, here we go. Going forward 
we will work to make the legendary tier upgrades to strengthen the identity of an individual weapon. In this case, the D40 will have its 50 round capacity shifted into the legendary tier upgrade. We feel that the 40 round start is strong enough of a base as is. Yeah, for sure. I 100% agree with that. Yes. So the legendary tier now increases the magazine size and removes the jump accuracy penalty. And also the damage range increase that was on the legendary tier has been removed. I don't, this is a start. This isn't the be all end all. They need to adjust the fall off across the board for the weapon to make it a little bit less oppressive, but this is a start in the right direction. So, at least there's that. Mm. <laughs> but on the hills of that, we got an objection buff. What? Yeah, the objection is receiving a fall damage fall-off buff to raise the minimum damage floor. So the damage fall-off at all ranges has been improved. I don't know if we're going to... Here's... Is the placebo effect for the D40 going to take hold? And is people going to see the D40 got nerfed and the objection got buffed and they are going to all migrate back to the objection? Like this might be a way to have the objection meta come back in by nerfing the D40 at the same time you're buffing the objection. Cool. Yeah. So at least with the objection, even if they do improve the fall off ranges, at least it's not going to be... There's some counterplay that does exist there. Shotguns, range, like you can still counterplay that. It's not fun, but you can do it, you know, so. And the A3 salvo, the body shot damage was increased from 18 up to 20. So basically out of a two round burst, it's going to go from 36 total damage up to 40 total damage, which is insane. And the jump accuracy mm -hmm. penalty was reduced. We were that dude we were playing with uh, or playing against earlier was running the salvo, and that's just body shot mm -hmm. damage. You're doing forty damage, so three bursts with that thing, you're down. Um, so with headshots factored in, it's like a two burst to down someone. So the salvo may become the new pistol that everybody kind of gravitates towards. I'm not sure. We'll see. Finally, getting some love. Yeah, right. Well, and it's like, okay, so we're, low, yeah. Yeah, we're trying to identify the pistols here and slide them into, yeah, into a niche. So we're yeah. going to buff some of them here. Yeah, right. As if they're not strong enough as it is. But anyway, uh -huh. so the warrant is getting some changes as well. So the jump accuracy penalty has been reduced. The accuracy loss per shot has been reduced. And the max firing accuracy loss has been reduced. So basically, people that can are going to be able to fire it as quickly as they possibly can, and they're not going to be losing accuracy while they're doing it. Damn. Yeah. Rip controller players. Uh -uh. <laughs> uh -uh. <laughs> Whose idea was that? It wasn't mine. It was not mine. The warrant is viable in the game right now. If I'm playing I mean, with the, with the mouse, I can burn someone down faster sure, than the yeah. warrant than you can with the Spitfire. Oh yeah, and it does twenty damage per shot. So you Coming just got to a saint near you. Yeah, right. So we'll see. 
than the trip mines. As we move further away from the era of toughness, we look to make adjustments in areas that were affected by its existence. Additionally, it also had inconsistencies with its range across upgrades, so we are cleaning that up. The base damage has been reduced from 120 down to 100, and they normalize the effective range. So, I'm interested to see, Yeah, I don't know what that means. Normalize they the already effect. drop you when you come around a corner. Yeah. What are they going to do now? Well, if you have uh, armor, if you have armor, oh. tenacity, any level of tenacity, we'll any, see. yeah. But still, though, nine times out of ten, when you run into them, you're running away from bullets that you're getting hit yeah. with. So, you know, it's one of those situations. There's some decent things in this update. We were told a while back when they had that last live stream that like this event wasn't going to be heavy in terms of balance and things. It's going to be more quality of life things, and they're going to focus on servers and matchmaking, this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. Well, as you can see, there's no mention of servers or matchmaking anywhere on this document right now. So I don't know if that's still in the pipeline, if they were just blowing smoke. I don't know what's going on with it's that. It's on the back burner. Probably. Depends on what Chisholm says. But, um, Chisholm. <laughs> but yeah, we, we get a couple of decent things. Like the D40 kind of getting dropped down was like a much needed change, but like that still doesn't change other SMG weapons that need to be affected, like the Knight and the SLC. They're still very good, they're still very powerful. They need to be adjusted Burners. slightly. I agree, Tally. They need to focus on servers for sure. So I've got the skins, but it's going to be like a community, part of the community section and everything. Um, but overall, this update, as of right now, which there's things that could change depending on PTS testing that I'm sure everybody hopped on PTS I'm to test. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't get on it, but I'm sure there were yeah, right. other people on there testing it out. Yeah, so uh, I'm sure that a lot's going to change between now and when the update goes live, right? <laughs> we'll see. But I, I'm going to give this update a four. I'm going to give it a four. No. Three? Two. Well, I was going to give it a five, but... Oh, okay, <laughs> we're going. <laughs> we're going down. I was down. Yeah, I was just counting down. Oh. We weren't counting down. I mean, this is the next update, right? Yeah, this will this will be the one that'll be coming in like mm, a week. Fuck the game up. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, how crazy would it be if this update comes out and they have to re-disable ranked? How funny would that be? I'm not playing it again. <laughs> Going through all the placements and stuff again. I'm not doing it. Yeah, for a fucking edema recolor. A cannon recolor, uh, a mythic weapon ramp recolor. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, I'm going to uh, sashay over into the community section. What do you guys think? Let's go. Shambo. As long as you don't boot scoot. <laughs> I'll try not Boogie. to. Boogie.
All right, guys, this is the community section of the unofficial, official, unofficial Rogue Company podcast. If you want to contribute in any way, you can hit us up on Twitter at Broadcast. You can shoot us an email, broadcast at gmail.com, or you can join the Discord. The link for the server will be in the description down below. There is a section called Broadcast Contributions. So if you want to contribute, those are the ways to do so. But first up here, we have a post here by Personal Study 4057 I got banned in Rogue Company, which is using easy anti-cheat. So let's see what they had to say about it. I got banned in Rogue Company, which is using easy anti-cheat. Easy is part of Epic. I contacted Rogue Company support team and asked for the reason. They said I was cheating. Before you brush off this post with serves you right cheater, please take a look at these things I did trying to recover my account. A cheater would never do this. I'm asking oh, the yeah, computer. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, we're gonna... <laughs> I'm asking the community, is there anything else I can do to get an answer? Why was I banned? This brick wall is so high, the silence is deafening. Here is what I did. I played Rogue Company since 2020, overall 2.8K hours. I invested about $150 into the game via in-app purchases. All of the characters except two out of like 15 were maxed out. I had shitload of skins and emotes starting from 2020. Shitload. Yep. After the ban and contacting their support and getting their answer, I did ask their support for my data per GDRP. Nothing there unless I read it wrong. Wrote the Better Business Bureau and asked for help. Better Business Bureau got back to me saying high res does not respond. Wrote a rogue company... Twitter and Jared via uh, wrote to Rogue Company's Twitter and Jared via Twitter. No response. Made a post in Reddit and Rogue Company subthread casting Jared and their social media manager, begging to escalate my issue to tier two support. No response. Sent a PM via Reddit to Jared, their social media manager. No response. Jared's not the social media manager. Uh, no, he's saying sent their PM. Uh, via Reddit to Jared and their social media manager with no response. Sent a PM to Rogue Company Reddit board member who said they can't help me. Sent a group message in Rogue Company Discord asking for help. No response. Sent PMs to social media manager asking for help. No response. I wrote at least three times to easy anti-cheat support with my Rogue Company game ID asking for an appeal. I sent three different emails in case my messages were lost. No response there. Row company support is not that great either. It took me like two weeks to get my GDRP data. I'm at my wits end here. I did not cheat, and I believe I deserve an answer at least. Why was I banned? It is possible something on my HDD triggered it, but I also have CS Source and CSGO. Played, for it, played it for years. I don't have a VAC ban, but there is a developer ban on my Steam account. Except for a lawsuit, is there anything else I can do? I live abroad in Europe. Why do you have why do you have a developer ban on your Steam account? Like that's my question. I mean that's another different ban, so like Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so what's that all about? Pretty sussy. Yeah. Oh no, he's starting to sound a little guilty here. I haven't even seen any evidence. 
Well, I mean, I get it. You know, they they played since 2020, 2.8K hours, yada, yada, yada. Like, they've invested a lot of time and energy into playing this. Were they cheating or were they not? I have no idea. I don't know this person as an individual. I've never played with or against this person. And it could be, you know, the simple mishap that, like, okay, maybe someone was reported too many times and it triggered the ban to happen. Maybe, you know, they were cheating. Maybe... You know, something did show up on their PC as being some type of like program. Yeah, some program or cheat, you know, hardware, whatever, or software, whatever it may be. Um, But here's the thing, though. We've seen an increasing wave of people getting banned from Rogue Company for various reasons, right? Yep. I mean, various. Any type of violation of like terms of service going against like code of conduct things, like we all agree to that when we log into the game. And yep. if if you go against that and violate it in any way, then you are subject to be banned. So if you unlock your FPS, that's a violation of tampering with game files. If you adjust your reticle, like outside of the reticle editor that's in the game, that's tampering with system files. If you run any type of malicious anything in the background, that's against terms of service. That's a bannable offense. If you are overly toxic, if you are stream sniping people repeatedly being overly toxic, you can get banned for that. We have seen all this happen within the past week. So at the end of the day, like there may be more to the picture here. I don't know. But at the end of the day, like, if you get banned in Rogue, then there's probably a pretty good reason as to why you got banned in Rogue. I haven't really uh-huh. ever ran into anybody that was like, well, I got banned and it was a bullshit ban because of this and actually have proof of that person like not cheating or not this, not that. I mean, most people that get banned just start a new account and just start running on a new account and don't spend any money on it. So like... I, I don't know. I understand this person's concern, and if they realistically weren't cheating or anything like that, I get it. I understand it, but there's no there's no way to tell. Like, there's no way for me to tell that. And if they're not having any, you know, any success going through these various routes of like trying to get their account unbanned or anything, there's there, there's nothing else you can do, right? Like, there's no way that a, an account can be banned or suspended. Mm-hmm. And like, still get into the game and still be able to play, right? Mm-hmm. Like the oh, that can't happen. Yeah, there's no way for that to happen, right? So like, it's a big game. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: people feel like that they can, you know, cheat or be this or be that or be whatever they're being to get their account suspended or banned inside of Rogue Company. Because like they feel like nothing gets done to people that they perceive as being cheat cheaters or expressing toxic behavior or this, that, and the other, right? And and the reason why is because like this this these things are taken care of behind closed doors and the community is never really privy as to oh, this many people were banned or this many people were suspended for this, or you know, there there's no there's no account of, like public accountability being expressed from the developers. 
And I think, in my opinion, that's something the developers need to start doing. Like, if there was a monthly cap recap of like, hey, you know, this past month we banned X amount of accounts for cheating and we uh, suspended X amount of accounts for, you know, toxicity or, you know, violating terms of service or whatever it is, then I think people would start taking that more seriously and stop like doing this shady activity. You know what I mean? Gotta make examples out of people, man. I mean, Rogue Company has bred... The game itself has bred a behavioral pattern of toxicity. The emotes, the 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 default lo- dance. Yeah. When you know they're not default. Yeah, I mean, now that's a thing. Well, like emotes, teabag, and all this kind of stuff. Like there was nothing that was ever really done, like strictly done to people that did that over and over and over again. So it was this behavioral pattern where it's like, well. If if I teabag this person and teabag this person, nothing's going to happen to me. And it's like, okay, maybe there's not, but maybe there is. Like maybe something does happen to you. You know what I mean? Depends on who you teabag. Yeah, that's true, right? <laughs> so, you know, they're going to have a hard time. The developers are going to have a hard time of of readjusting this behavior. And the only way to do so is to like make public responses and make public examples and not like directed towards any one individual. It can stay anonymous and be like, Hey guys, like here you go. Like these are how many people got banned. Thank you for submitting reports. Like remember when they put that function in the game where it's like a player that you action has been taken against a player uh-huh. you reported. What the fuck happened to that? I don't know. You saw it once. Yeah. I never saw it. I don't know. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I don't like that go. It just went out the fucking window. Like, I don't know if they can't keep track of it or, or anything like that, but like, you're going to have to have some, it's, it's the behavioral pattern of like people leaving games and going AFK and things like that. You have to adjust that behavior. And the best way to do so is to penalize and shame people. And that sounds, that sounds bad and that sounds harsh, but like in reality, how much harm does it do where if someone leaves a match and that team that they left from still wins the match and it sends a screenshot over and says, oh, thanks for abandoning this team. They won yeah. and you could have gained X amount of experience. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. shame, that's shaming people into a better behavior. Sometimes that's what you do the same thing to animals. You shame them to make, you know, you know what I mean? That is how you adjust behavior. That is one of the best ways to adjust behavior. The other way is to reward players. But what rewards are, we're not getting rewards and we know we're not going to get rewards. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. So you're going to have to shame people into like adjusting their behavior. And that's just how it's going to be. So. But anyway, next up here, this is a post by Noah, uh, Noah, Noah, I don't know. To be honest, I'd pay lobby queue could be shorter. I mean, I've said this before. I'd give you rogue a, a year or so, but to be honest, I wouldn't want it to just take one, just takes one person to fix those tweaks. I'd pay for private servers. If there's enough fans to keep the game going, even if it was for 
uh, if it was for years, battle pass included. And okay, so this is kind of mumble jumble, but basically, like what this guy's saying is like, I brought this up. I even made a post about this on Reddit forever ago about like, what if Rogue Company had like a subscription service that's like outside of the battle pass, but you get like better servers, higher, higher quality servers if you yeah. paid $10 a month or $15 a month. As much as we play the game, I would be okay with sure. that. Like, if I know that I'm going to get a really good server, mm. yeah. And a lot of people poo-pooed on that. Well, they just need to fix servers for everybody. They, if they introduce that, you would be paying for it. Don't tell me you wouldn't. It would be another way to. Um, it would be another way for them to have income until they get everything fixed. Tally said, why do we have to pay extra? I'm not sure how I feel about that. I mean, it's shitty, right? Like, at the end of the day, it's shitty. But, like, because I feel like that is something to be expected from the game. Yeah, and I agree. Like, I agree 100%. But if somebody came across and they're like, hey, I set up a private rogue company server that anybody could have access to. You just have to pay $10 and your ping's going to be, like, 12 as opposed to, like, 140 I mean... I might do, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. getting to that point now. Perfect. Yeah. And it's sad that it's getting to that point where I'm sitting here. Like I would throw money at this game even more than I already have to get some kind of like higher, you know, higher server or better server. Like it, that's sad. It's sad, but I don't know what else to do. All right. Next up here is a post by zero one zero one one zero zero one. Where is my stuff? Mm -hmm. Cross progression issue. I played Rogue Company back when it first came out for a little while on my Switch. Before even starting the game, I linked every single account I have on the website. This means everything. Xbox, PlayStation, Epic, even Twitch is linked together. And of course, also my Nintendo account. Online, I found someone saying I have to set the one I want to use on everything as my main account, but I can't do that for my Switch. On the website, when I'm logging into my linked accounts, I see every account I linked except my Nintendo account. Even though I'm logging in with my Nintendo account, each account has a little star icon next to it, which I presume is how you set your main account. But since the Switch is missing, I literally cannot set it as my main account. So what is going on here? I'm just recently in the mood to get back into the game, and I have two friends who are also interested in starting to play it. But now my stuff is stuck on my Switch account, and I heard the Switch version will stop being supported soon as well. So is there any way to get my Switch stuff on other systems? Okay, this is something that I was tinkering with earlier this week when it came to um, me getting my, my stuff back, right? So there was a bug when the update came out where I didn't have any skins or anything like that. Like, I, it like wiped my account. I still had everything. I just couldn't equip anything. So I was unlinking and relinking accounts. So whenever you go to the account link thing, the switch isn't there. And this is how the account linking thing works. Just like the guy said, I started playing on Epic. If I wanted to start playing on Steam, that's fine. But I have to make sure that my primary account is set to Epic so that my progression transfers over to the Steam version of it. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if if Garbo wanted to go to 
PC, he would have to go in there and mark PlayStation as his primary account. That way it carried all his progression over onto PC whenever he logged into it. If the switch isn't there and you can't mark it as your primary account, then everybody that had stuff on switch is going to lose fix that shit. Yes. They're going to lose everything that they have. Isn't that a bug? I don't know. I have no idea. That is fucked. That is fucked. <clears throat> They're gonna be pissed. Means one zero zero one zero zero. I understand, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine if you were only a Switch player and you dumped hundreds of dollars into this and you can't even go to the website to make that your primary account and get all your shit? That's and the Switch is still active. The the Switch is going to be active. And until next month, I think, right? June? It's in June sometime. So, like, what are we doing? Fucking insane, dude. All right, the next, uh, the next little tidbit we have here is by Vichetti. These are the, you know, spoiled uh, screenshots here. It won't make the spoilers go away. But these are the spoiled screenshots here. For the upcoming skins for the battle pass. And as you can see here, we have the Dima skin. And I've got a video about this that will already be out about what's in the battle pass, hopefully. Um, but we have kind of a theme and then like a non-theme character. So we've got like a futuristic like Shogun Dima skin. And then we have a Sushi Chef Max skin, which is like yeah right and this actually shows it better a little bit better here um but we have like the sushi skin max skin here uh, let me open this here we go zoom out um what and he's wearing pants for whatever reason i don't understand why they put pants on him and then we have the switchblade skin that's like a cross between the comic pop switchblade and that um Battle Pass Switchblade skin where she has the fake leg. Like, it's very much like that. So, mm -hmm. we get two in theme Battle Pass skins and then one random ass skin that seems like they took a lot of assets from a lot of other stuff and just kind of threw it on it, kind of like the Ronin skin from the current event pass that's happening. I don't know. It is what it is. Like, the Dima skin's cool, but like Dima has so many cool skins. It, so we, many. we got the highest Dima. We got the inflatable muscles Dima. We got I the mean, goat. Oh, yeah. Oh. Demon days Dima. Oh. Yeah. I mean, we've got a lot of real, really cool Dima skins. Why are we getting more cool Dima skins? They could have gave this to Chalk. They could have gave this to literally anybody. You know what I mean? There's a few of them that need more skins, dude. Yeah. Cannon could use some more. Juke can use some more. Baker. Yeah. Trench. Fixer. Yeah. Fix. Yeah. It's Runway. just. Runway. Anyone. Yeah. Legit. Or rock. Yeah. And like. Dima's got a shit ton. And Max getting Demon up there now. The beat all end all, dude. Yeah, I mean, that and the high skin are like the two best ones. And this one's cool. 
<laughs> Once they did Dr. Disrespect, they should have quit making Dallas Scan. <laughs> I know, right? I'll never change it. But this Max skin is so weird. Like, I love the like kimono thing that he's got going on here. But why do we have these pants? Like, make so that it link was real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, like, why didn't this go all the way down to his ankles? I mean, um. And here's the thing: like, we get this like mix match hodgepodge of a switchblade skin, right? They could have taken that that Ronin skin, right? The Geisha Ronin or whatever yeah. it is, and they could have like recolored that and put it in here, Geisha and it, it would have made sense. Like that. And I know, well, Ronin just got a skin. Where's the theme? The theme is like two like samurai, like a sushi chef, a futuristic samurai, whatever, and then yeah. whatever the fuck switchblade. No, no theme. No theme at all. It's like supposed to be like a futurist, futuristic sci-fi feel like Shogun thing, but like none of these fit into it except for Demon. Yeah. It's just a mixed bag of nonsense. So next up here, we have a post by No, I'm Not Rick. I'm sure you're not Rick Rick. Um, are my band are bands necessary and ranked? Curious what other people think. In my opinion, the band slogged down the champion select process pregame a ton, and more importantly, stops tons of players from being able to play ranked since it increases the required amount of rogues from eight to twelve. Some friends I play with just don't have twelve rogues unlocked yet. Would like to be able to play ranked and just can't. I understand the benefits of needing 12 rogues means more experience before entering rank play too, but wouldn't you rather just let those less experienced players fall into lower ranks if they're not playing as well to populate ranked play overall and lead to more fair lobbies, less low ranked players paired with higher ranked lobbies, etc.? Also, hate to see to always see both Dahlia and Saint so frequently banned. It's not like they're super OP and ruining games. Half of ranked play just eliminates the heal support uh, role, which, in my opinion, just isn't great for the game. Been back on Rogue for the first time in over a year and loving it. Game is so fun. Really hope the player base resurges and updates pick up. Well, we're getting updates every three weeks, so that's already happened. Um... I mean, here's the thing. All this makes sense, but their matchmaking system sucks. So it just doesn't work like he th this dude thinks it works, yeah. you know? Oh. Work at all. No, it's like you're going to get paired with whoever. And like, if you, if you bring more lower level lesser experienced people into it, then it's going to try to fill gaps in the matchmaking system. And it's going to like swing the, it's going to sway the, the ranked lobby one way or another, especially if you're solo queuing, you know, it's horrible. Yeah. So if the, like if bronze people played with bronze and silver and silver put people played with silver and gold, Gold play with gold, platinum, 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 diamond, diamond, rogue. Like that would make sense. You could do that. But right now, in silver, you play with whoever you're playing with. And then on the enemy team, you're going to have like a rogue player and then a platinum diamond player and then a silver gold player and a bronze yeah. player. Like that's, yeah, that's, that's how the matchmaking is designed. 
And if you have less experienced people coming into it, then you're going to have people that are going to be getting to gold, silver, gold a lot faster, which means it's going to put them outside of their actual skill level at that point, And it's going to screw the matchmaking up even more. So like, I understand what you're saying. I'm not Rick, Rick, but yeah, it was bad enough whenever it was, you had to reach level 20 to get in ranked. You know what I mean? Like, so. Okay. Next up, we have a post here by uh, RKO 700. This is a meme, right? Rogue company in 2020, 2021 have fun with five plus new maps and 10 plus new rogues on top of that. Enjoy our arms dealer event. Rogue Company in 2023, best we can do is to give you one reworked map and one new Rogue at the second half of the year. But you still got to play the old map, too. Yeah, right, yeah. So this goes back into something that we've talked about a little bit here and there, is like the developers set unrealistic expectations like for themselves to the community whenever they released the game and started releasing stuff for the game. Right. And and we, like I said, we've talked about this and this feeds directly into it. They should have slowed down on map releases. They should have slowed down on rogue releases. They should have spread everything else. And instead of making a two, this is exactly what happened. And I don't know this for certain, but this is exactly what happened. They set a two year time limit on how many rogues that they wanted to release, how many maps they wanted to release, and when they wanted to be released out of beta. And they had to hit that two-year gap, that two-year time limit, right? Remember all those game modes? Yes, yeah. That never got used? Yeah, exactly. So now we're in the lulls of it because, like, Rogue Company comes out, Rogue Company is popular. They decide to bring back Realm Royale for whatever reason. Three million downloads. They decided to make a single-player rogue company game that never saw the light of day. They started working on a mobile version and dumped tons of time and money into that that has seemingly been shut down as of recently. Like, nobody can access it, nobody can get on it, and they went through and stripped the Discord server to only a handful of channels. So there's, like, several people's salaries worth of money down the fucking pisser right there. They, they wanted to make a PvE mode. They wanted to make a story mode. They wanted to do all this stuff with it. They, they rogue, like high res as a whole, when they become, when they release something and it gains some type of moderate success, they lean into it in the mm. wrong way. You know what I mean? Who's the traitor? Yeah, exactly. Who the fuck? Like who? Yeah. Y'all remember that? Yeah. Who's the traitor? You know? Um, they lean into it in the wrong way. So instead of like developing rogues and developing maps and developing all this stuff for the game over these past couple of years, they've been developing a mobile game and developing a PVE game and developing a story game and doing all this other stuff instead of like, I don't know, making the game that everybody has downloaded to play a fun experience. All that stuff's gone and the game's still here. Exactly. And oh, we'll fuck. And we're not getting rogues. We're not getting maps. We're not getting new weapons. We're not getting like actual new content into the game. So they they shot themselves in the foot so bad. Like they shot their foot completely off with the decisions that was made behind the scene. Yeah, 
behind the scenes about the longevity of their games. It's absolutely insane. Hey, and they set that realistic, uh, uh, unrealistic expectation for themselves because now you have people, well, why aren't we getting new maps? Why aren't we getting new rogues? Well, it's because they pulled the team that was working on all that shit mm-hmm. and had them developing a fucking mobile game that's going to get shut down in a couple of months. It's an unrealistic engine. Yes. Yeah, right. That's what they're making over there. Mm-hmm. So... All right. Next up here, we have a post by definitely not my fifth account. This is someone that I, you know, agree with, disagree with more often than agree with. But anyway, petition to get replenish added back to at least five characters. Everything besides demo is a 1000 times more boring. And a lot of characters have very little multi-kill potential. Things would be much more fun if Replenish was more well distributed like it was before. They removed Util Refresh on spawn. I get that change. Why remove Replenish from 10 characters? That's just ridiculous. The reason they had it in the first place was to help players who get multi-teamed. Now, if you're last alive because you have a full team of bots, there's almost no way you're going to 4v1 the match. Realistically, you can get two, maybe three, with one clip, but if everyone pushes you, you're dead the second you go to reload. Add Replenish back. Stop draining the fun, please. Edit. If you voted no, please explain yourself. There's only one reason you're doing such a thing. Dog shit. Okay? Edit two. I'm of the position that every single duelist and breacher should have replenish. Edit three. It's shocking that no one can give a logical argument for its removal. Not really, but wow. Didn't even try. And then, of course, there's a there's a bunch of responses. So I'm going to like give my logical reasoning as of you know right now. It unbalances the game yeah, in a massive way. Dude, I just played a game of Team Deathmatch, and I had three multi-kills without replenish. Yeah. Count it. The TTK for the weapons is designed to where if you hit all of your shots, especially headshots, then you were able to down an entire team with whatever weapon that you were using. Okay? That is how the TTK and the weapons are designed. You're able to and take girl. four people. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's how the game's designed. Replenish completely upsets the balance of that. One hundred and like my thing is, is they need to remove replenish and restock from the characters that have it already, and they need yeah. to slot in faster reload perks. Like that's what they need to do. That's why. That is why replenish got removed from so many characters. It upsets the balance of the game overall. Because realistically, if you imagine if you run against a team a four-stack team that's running all D40s and every one of them has replenish. Does that sound fun? Does it? Uh, does that sound like a fun strikeout match that you want not. to play? Definitely not my fifth account. Does that sound fun? No, it doesn't sound fun at all. It sounds like you're going to get massacred every time that you walk around a corner. And then you're going to start playing rogues that have access to replenish as a way to combat against something like that. And then that just caused the snowball effect of unbalance within the game. So there's your answer. Whether, and if I wrote the response on this post, they this person would disagree with me to the ends of the earth. For sure. Because they don't see There'd it be that an way. Argument. Yes. They, they don't see it that way. They don't see it as something that is unbalanced. They see it as something that is fun. 
Well, you you've know? got Lancer. Why can't you just run Lancer and roll reload all over the map? And if you don't want to, per- that's that's what that's identity. Exactly. Don't Ex- pass that around. Get that yeah. out of here. I don't like it. I don't I'm, like it. I mean, I like that skull. Yeah, me too. Get a chance. The right here, the disparity in reload speeds slash replenish between the rogues is terrible. Playing rogues that have no perks for reloading feels terrible in comparison. Sounds like a skill gap. It should be far more equitable, however you want to achieve that. And then this person responded and said, 1,000% agree. In respawn modes, playing someone without replenishment is the biggest handicap you can give yourself. You see the votes here. We got 66, add it back. 42, don't add it. This is the SMG crew. <laughs> yes. And this person is currently sitting at a negative one on the upvote rate. They have I'm a gonna 40, that they have a forty percent up upvote rate. Refresh. I mean No, get that shit out of here. That's yeah. I'm starting not I'm I'm like I'm starting to hate on life train. Mm-hmm. I really well, am, dude. I'll, you get somebody a bullet, they drop you or the person next to you. Damn, here we go. Starting to hate that shit. Yeah. Right here, Red Fox said, it's a strong perk, and I think it's actually OP if you put it on a bunch of rogues. There are currently three. What are you? What are the two you think should have it as well? Before I answer that, can you give me one instance in which replenish would be OP? It only activates when you get a kill, so what the fuck? Its main That's function okay. Yeah. Its main function is to save you in the event you get multi teamed. Outside of the situation when you're getting when you're getting two V four two to four versus one, unless because if you're not getting multi teamed, then obviously you have you. time to reload. Here's the situation. You have life drain and that. Yeah, right. Damn, you're unstoppable. Yeah. And you got a D40? Yeah. There you go. The the response says, it's useless, question mark. It immediately sets you up for your next engagement with no reload. So you can quickly run through 1v1s where your opponent, most of the time, will not have that advantage. And then this was the response. I mean, I clearly play the game with and without the perk, and I just don't see what you're describing being a huge benefit. It's part of the reason the perk is barely used outside of respawn modes. Reloading the clip for you doesn't matter if you aren't being pushed by multiple people. And hardly OP because, again, it only activates when you get the kill. Why is it so bad to have anything in the game that rewards good players? Replenish was on 10 rogues before. Dropping it to 3 is just ridiculous. It obviously wasn't such a huge deal before, seeing as how the game went almost 3 years before all the bullshit changes. And then Red Fox responded, You're talking about a time period when speed and toughness was a thing. Not the same now. Still want to hear your opinion on what rogues... And then, of course, he's being very combative the whole time. He's a Ronin main. He just quit responding to him. Like, Red Fox just quit responding, which, I mean, I don't blame him because this dude obviously doesn't know any, like, and what Red Fox is saying is right. In circles. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. 
All right, we got two more. Next up here is a post by Mike Wazowska. I don't know. GG's people, hashtag revert bloom. Although the game was at a low point before Jared showed up, at least we still had fun playing the game and shooting our guns. Sadly, now every gun has some sort of buck naced component, even though it is classed as a tactical shooter. Feels more like a third-person Overwatch than a third-person Valorant, so this is a goodbye to Roko until something happens. The reason why I wanted to bring this up was because on several of Rogue Company's posts, there's been some pretty prolific people within the community that says hashtag revert bloom. Like it's a thing that's well, there going was on. There's no bloom. There's not. These people right. haven't. Yeah. These there's people. There's no bloom in the mechanic. No. These people have no idea what they're talking about. And these are like, one of them is a competitive player. What? Yeah. One of them is a competitive player that like won one of the lands and saying, hashtag revert bloom. But the game doesn't have bloom in it. There's no bloom. No, not at all. They reduce the accuracy. This goes back to what I was talking about before. The crosshair and the way that the weapons feel because it's third-person shooter doesn't accurately represent the actual location that you are shooting your gun. That isn't bloom because your weapons aren't blooming out. It's a misrepresentation of how your weapons are reacting to being shot. That's why I pushed very, very, very hard to have the crosshairs updated in the game mm -hmm. to actually reflect these changes whenever they made the first pass at the SMG changes, whenever they reduced the accuracy of the LMPX, the Knight, and the D40. Because they were... They have not touched the bloom on any of the weapons, yet we're getting hashtag revert bloom, and we're getting it from comp people. And it's the same what bloom? Yeah, and it's the same comp people that are currently streaming uh, Veld Experts that has all of the bloom that you could ever put into a video game is inside of that game. So it's okay that a tactical third-person shooter that's developed by a different company adds bloom to their weapons, but it's not okay for Rogue Company to not have bloom in it, and you think, because you don't know what you're talking about, that there's bloom in the game. That makes sense. Hashtag revert bloom. Well, Red Fox said, okay, goodbye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, yeah, there's no bloom in the game. You're not getting an accurate representation by your crosshair. That is a fact, 110% a fact of the game. And if you think that there's bloom in the game and that's going to cause you to leave the game, then okay, go play Veld Experts and see what real bloom looks like. We'll, we'll be here when you come back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. All right. Last up here, this was a community submission by 3Jad here. This was something that um, that I've been wanting to cover for a while. It just hasn't made it into rotation, but here we go. Weapon classes that decrease speed. So this is a speed system that he's come up with, a speed system based off of weapon classes. So LMGs would give you the negative 5% movement, kind of like they all, the way they already do. Uh, sniper rifles would be negative 2.5 and shotguns would be negative 2.5. 
Weapon classes that don't affect speed would be assault rifles and DMRs, and weapon classes that increase speed would be SMGs by plus 2.5% and pistols by plus 5%. Amongst the melee weapons, there would be varying speeds, which could be laid out like this. Sledgehammer and Claymore, negative 5%. Combat Knife and Kikuri, plus 5%. The rest, no speed change. This would also open the door for more interesting ways to balance weapons, such as potentially giving shotguns slightly more firepower to compensate for their slower movement speed and giving the melee weapons differing damage values and uses so that the speed values aren't the only thing being taken into account. Whether or not these changes would be balanced or not would be up to the developers to experiment with, but what do you guys think? Also, the main reason I came up with this system was a way to, of technically bringing back speed variations between rogues by making it so that what primary weapon they have access to are what affects their speed capabilities, which to me is a much more organic way of implementing rogue-specific speeds than the old speed system from Speed and Toughness. Put game tab on your CV. Yeah, for real, right? I like for this. I, I do like this system a lot. And like... I like how it's broken down very simplistic where it's like LMGs across the board, sniper rifles, yep. shotguns. But I would even take it a step further. Uh -huh. Like I would have the Hydra, you get a negative 5% uh. penalty. But if you're running the Nightshade, you get a plus 2.5% increase. Like I would, well, I would bring risk. Yes. Yeah. Because I mean, this is rogue tation too. It's rogue tation. Yes. Yes. But I think that if you added, like like with the melees here, if you added more variation and the negative 5% speed reduction, like you, it's there on the light machine guns, but you don't really feel it that much. No. I think that they, could, shot. they could increase that pretty significantly, in my opinion. Like yep. they, they could make it a negative 10% and have a negative 10% plus 10% speed value here because in the speed and toughness, it went up to like what? 20, 15 to 20% speed increase. So you would be gaining that system back, but not to the fullest extent that like Lancer and Switchblade had it, but it would provide a nice variation. Do I need to get to the point really quick and I only have access to assault rifles? I'm going to pick up the nightshade so that I can get to the point real quick and try to hold it down. It makes things a little bit more dynamic and it kind of, it doesn't force you to play specific weapons by any stretch of the imagination, but it does. It, it helps you because if you're going to have a lot of options. Yeah. And if you have a lower speed, if it negatives the speed out, then the accuracy on those should be higher, you know? And if you have a faster speed on something, then it should make the accuracy a little I bit like less. That. Yeah. I mean, you pick the lower weapon to do a little better. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. That's like the knot, you know, for SMGs. I would give yeah. the knot a movement speed penalty, even though for it's sure. the even though it's the smallest SMG, it hits nasty the hardest. Though, yeah, so that even hip fire at range is just nasty. Yeah, so it's the best hip fire for sure. Yeah, for me. So I like that. I like the system a lot. Like I said, if they implemented this, I would be perfectly fine with it. Or if they broke it down as like individual weapon, I would be perfectly okay with that. Because I mean, when you're in a close quarters gunfight, like if you have people that have evade, that offsets the penalty. Yep. You know what I mean? So 
you kind of take all these things into consideration. And whenever you're in close quarters, like you're just hoping for the best. Mm-hmm. Then it comes down to like skill. You know what I mean? Skill. And then that could be a way for them. Like if you're getting that movement speed penalty, it could tighten that hip fire up just a little bit more, could t- tighten that ADS up just a little bit more. It would make it feel more organic, you know? More tactical. Yeah. Tactical unicorn. Hmm. <laughs> but all right, guys, that is all I had for this wonderful episode of broadcast. I mean, the updates are getting less and less interesting as we are kind of, it seems like the developers are veering away more and more from creating identities for specific Not what we were weapons. Promised, man. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, something's, and it sucks. Something's changed. Well, somebody got spooked. And because somebody got spooked and they're kind of dialing this back because we should have, like, why is the P-12 not being addressed in the pistols? It is the hardest-hitting, most reliable pistol that's in the game currently. So why is that not being addressed? Why did we revert the changes to the SMGs but make them mm. better? Like, why did that happen? Why did the, well, the a- AR change? Yeah, why did the ARs get punished to begin with when you were going to dial back the SMGs in that same update? Like, it doesn't, uh. yeah. It's just they're making bad decisions over there, in my opinion, and that's that's where I am with it. Like since they dialed the SMG changes back, I haven't really given much feedback on anything. I don't like using them. What's the point of me telling people? Like the most feedback I I've gave was the other night. I was like, "Hey, I know that we just had this conversation a couple of months ago, but is there any plans to do anything with the SMGs?" Like, because we went from D40 meta right back to D40 meta. This is ridiculous. I shouldn't be playing. Yeah, I shouldn't be playing demolition against a four stack with all D40s and getting my asshole reamed out in the process. Like, that Mm -hmm. should not be happening. Yes. So, I don't know. We'll see. Somebody got spooked and they're afraid to make decisions that need to be made over there. Higher ups. Yes. Somebody. The Kevin Feige over there maybe needs to be reevaluated. Does he even play the game? Probably not. Probably not. But he'll tweet about it. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) All right, guys. This has been episode number 51 of the unofficial, official, unofficial Rogue Company podcast. If you want to contribute in any way, you can hit us up on Twitter at Broadcast. You can shoot us an email, broadcast at gmail.com. Or you can join the Discord server. The link will be in the description down below. But for this episode, I'm here with Co Reed. I'm here with Dart Lord. I'm here with Garbo. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. I'm here with Garbo. Is he eating cereal? I swear to God. All right. And I'm here with Griffin. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching, and we will catch you guys on the next episode. Have a good one, guys.